lettuce, tomato, pickle, beef, bun. Hey, welcome back to Hamburger Robot. Uh, today we're, um, I don't know what we're going to do. What are we going to do? I'm, by the way, I'm, this is your first time. Welcome. This is your second time. <laughs> welcome. If this is your third time, you get the drip. Uh, I'm Brian, the uh, the uh, illustrious hamburger of this duo, and my co-host is... The robot known as... <laughs> Robo Mike over there. Robo Mike. Uh, he, was, uh, he was once an ordinary man, and then he... Ran afoul of some rabid squirrels and we rebuilt them. So now he's Robo Mike. Am I better? I just said we rebuilt you. Didn't say you're better. Yeah, okay. You're not stronger, faster. Uh, we skimped on parts for your back. Yes, definitely. So, so, yeah. Need a full replacement there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The, you you don't run on oil. You run on uh, Crisco. Uh, you know? di- different types of oil. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just inflammatory oils. So yeah, oily oil you can squeeze out of beef. <laughs> what are we gonna? That's tallow, right? Uh, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do today, man? Uh well. Feels it's like it's a holiday since we've been here. Is it a holiday? What holiday, a holiday is it? Holiday. Um, February second. February second. What happens a, on February second? Uh, what happens on February second stays on February second. Hey, welcome back to Hamburger Robot. There uh, it is. You know, I'm uh, I'm Brian, one half of this illustrious duo, uh, the illustrious hamburger, and my my partner over there is uh, the robot Mike. Say hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. Hey, what are we gonna do today, buddy? Uh, we are uh, we we we're trying to do a podcast here. Yeah, we sort. always do a podcast. It's, it's been like, a while. Yeah, it has it's been, been a while. while. We we it's been a little bit since we recorded. So you know, life happened and everything like that got in the way. And uh, it does. It always know, does. It, doesn't it? Uh, it always gets in the way. Family times and non-family times and work and all that stuff. We we, we started season two strong with strong energy with a, with a strong uh, a path. Uh, you know, we we had an idea of where we wanted to go with it, and then. We just took a break. Yeah, well, well, we had to. I mean, the holidays coming. Isn't today a holiday too? By the way, is it, it, I believe it's so. Some kind of holiday, right? It's uh, was it, like President's Day. Is, that's that's in this month, right? I mean, it's it uh, is some kind of. I, I just it's. I swear it's some kind of holiday, right? Hey, welcome back to Hamburger Robot. All that, right. that ought to do it. That was it. That's our <laughs> Groundhog Day. That's the holiday, guys. Yay! The Groundhog Day. All right. Why do it, we even celebrate Groundhog Day? I don't. It's supposedly uh, the winter. Anger, angry Beaver Day. Yeah, that would be better. <laughs> or or uh, how about you know Cuddly Wolverine Day or you know yeah or you know, Rabbit Squirrel Day. Uh, we do Groundhog Day because what it says if he sees a shadow, he sees uh there's going to be six more weeks of winter. If he yeah, when, winter is coming. Yeah. Um, there's game. Of, yeah, if he sees a shadow, it's Game of Thrones. I yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the groundhogs always have weird names too, like Punxsutawney Phil's the one. Ponce de la Phil. Ponce de la Phil. Punxsutawney. Uh, and then there's like Milltown Mel, who just recently passed away. Oh, uh, sorry you know, to hear that. So I don't know who's gonna see a shadow then. It's if you see Milltown Mel's shadow, shadow, then there's probably like. Like uh, six more weeks of nuclear winter because yeah. he's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then, then I'll subscribe now, to the Groundhog. Now Day. we can start the show. Uh, yeah, good movie, right? Groundhog Day with uh, it was okay. That was the one. Bill Murray and Hal Ramis split that, them apart. That's the one that yeah put put Ghostbusters three uh, on indefinite hiatus, I believe. But do you know the story behind it or no? I do not. Do you? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Let's, for, let's I, forget I, we mentioned. I, it then. Well, I, I think <laughs> from what I from what I don't know, I thought that was the exact story, but from what I gather, it was. Bill Murray being Bill Murray mm-hmm. and wanting to have complete, utter, you know, hey, I want to do what I want to do on set. And Harold Ramis is like, bro, I'm the director. Let's uh, 
let's do you know let's at least try to let's, follow a script let's do you know? some of my stuff too. yeah let's let me get that in there you know and bill murray's like blah you know which that's a great impression yeah, blah that's my yeah that's my bill murray impression. i like it <laughs> that's bill murray as count chocula <laughs> yeah hey that's the best vampire in the world he is good he's a good vampire i used to have count chocula boxer shorts <laughs> all right only in the back Oh no! <laughs> Disregard that comment. Were they hyper color? <laughs> Obnoxious color is what they are. So we yes. did the random rumble. Random rumble. It was a success, right? In our I th- eyes, I think so. It was fun. I had fun a great. Was very, it was. It was frenetic. I had a great time recording it, and had a great time listening to it. I didn't have such a great time writing topics for it, though, because really? I, was, I was trying to pull them out to be a little obscure and not so obscure that, that we could have fun with them. You have now, to be completely random with it. But yeah, but now it's like we did the random, so now it's we have to. I have to go back and listen if we ever do like another, you know, next year's random rumble. We have to top it. Oh, oh, good lord! <laughs> you know, uh, but so random or, rumble or or the road to random mania, which is our. Uh, Rasslemania, if you will. So, Road to Randomania is going to entail what? Well, you know what? This Stay is a great, tuned. <laughs> yeah, this is a great time to ask for help from the listeners. Hey, yeah, we should uh, get on our social. Uh. <laughs> we need to. We need to get people through whatever uh, facets they can. Give us ideas or topics that you'd like to hear, or you'd like to dis- distract us with. Uh, let us know what Family-ish you like. Family-ish friendly. Yeah. Let you us know. know what you like about the show. Likes, dislikes. Uh, do you like the length? Do you like... Uh, yeah, Random Mania could be completely listener-driven. It can be. We'll have like 12 topics. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> 12 whole topics. Yeah. <laughs> listener-driven. Wow. Uh, yeah, but again, get on our, our, our tweeters, our Twitters there. The Twitter is, is fire. Hey, welcome back to Hamburger Robot. Ah, oh, gotcha. <laughs> do you, uh, are you prepared for sitcoms? Let's do it. Let's do sitcoms all day. All right. Sitcoms. Why are they called a sitcom? Because you sit while comedy happens. Yeah, well, it's a situational comedy. I know. Situation the Portman 2. Our sitcoms that we like, of course, were the 80s and 90s sitcoms because, what was it, uh, Must See TV? TGIF. Was, TGIF was created in the in the nineties, I think early nineties, late eighties, perhaps, and it was the the penultimate lineup of just belly laughs for an evening. You know, usually capped off by Family Matters, was it? Or they, no. do they, they usher it in step by step? I think step by yeah, because step by step was a little bit adult. It was a little bit. Um, we've already we've already had the main course. Here's Here's something. Well, to... it was step by step, I liked it, but it was it was a little bit terrible. You know? Right, right, right. It was a terrible show. Yeah. Uh, who's it? Patrick Duffy was in that one, right? T- Suzanne Summers. TV's Patrick Duffy. Yeah, and Suzanne Summers and uh, the guy who I wish I could remember his name. He was he's been on a he was the drama teacher on Community. He's been in so, all sorts of movies, but he was the brother, and his whole his character like was never out of a bathrobe in Step by Step. <laughs> Hysterical. Was he like the middle brother or something? He was like the the brother that uh, no, he was like the brother that, that the adult brother that moved in with the Cody. Was it Cody? Was it Sasha? He was always wearing a bathrobe. He never got out of it, and he'd like walk in with like, the coffee. And, what was like... that dude's name? Because he was a kickboxer after Van Damme. Yeah, Sasha. He, Sasha. And he'd throw in. I don't know, but Sasha you, Mitchell. If you want to know, know, just Wikipedia that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, so sitcoms. What was some of your favorite? You want to do a a quick bracket brawl sitcom? 
Can you handle that? I can always handle it. We're gonna we're going to identify what the greatest sitcom of all time was. We, this well, yeah, yes, we are. Oh man, this we is are good. We are going to. Let's go for it. All right, bring us ding, in. Ding 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 ding. I'm gonna start off with the Munsters. Oh god! Fantastic sitcom, even though it's black and white, but it had everything you wanted. It was uh, you know. Fred Gwynn as Herman was hysterical. The laugh, ho, 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 ho. you know, Eddie, the, you know, the family dynamic and uh, funny, funny, funny stuff. I think it was only two seasons long, though. Uh, has spawned many a remake or a, a, a continuation of homage. The, uh, homage. It was, was thirteen, thirteen. Mockingbird Lane came out a couple of years ago with uh, Chris O'Donnell supposed to be Herman Munster, and he didn't look like the classic Frankenstein. He looked like you know new Frankenstein. And Eddie Izzard was Grandpa, and it was like a. It was like a dramedy hour long show, and it like it got canceled after like two episodes. So <laughs> yeah. it was it was very terrible. Uh, <laughs> and now Rob Zombie is bringing out his remake movie of the Munsters. Oh, that's gonna be and good. It's, it's you know I don't even think Eddie and Marilyn and everything are in it. They're just it's just Grandpa Herman and uh, Lily, and of course they're probably gonna eat people. Who knows, you know? So. But Munsters way better than the Adams Family. But that's my first pick. Munsters. Ding ding. Well, how does Munsters stack up against Night Court? Ah, Night Court. Judge Harry Stone. Yes. Fantastic show. Yes. A couple seasons long, right? Like 85 to like 90-something? 85 seasons, absolutely. 85 seasons. Yes. Uh, What was your favorite part of Night Court? So, you know, I was young. Uh, Obviously, most people, I would say, Dan Fielding is is the go-to. Oh, yeah, John Larroquette, yeah. The star of the show. I also I liked uh, I liked Harry T. Stone. I I I developed a fondness for rubber chickens from that show. Well, I, I, yeah, like I'd say uh, Harry Anderson there. He was like, uh, then you'd catch him on like Johnny Carson or something like that later on, and you're like, he was a magician. He was a comedian. He was like a jack of all trades. He was on Cheers as well. <laughs> yeah, a couple times, right? Yeah, but not was he was he Harry Stone on Cheers? He was Harry. He was all. I think he was always Harry. Yeah, he was, but not with the Hendersons. By the he way, he had a hard time remembering <laughs> character names. Yeah. So. He said, "Just call me Harry." Uh, Marky Post was on. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, she was the prosecutor, right? Yeah, Dan was the DA, and she was the prosecutor. Yeah, Richard Mole was Bull. Um, and they had they had two other bailiffs. One was the old lady when she died, and then they had Roz. Yeah, Roz was funny. Roz was good. Yeah, I don't remember the older lady's name. They're um. I, I think uh, they're doing a a reboot with with Harry T. Stone's daughter, Her daughter Harrietta or something. Harry T. Stone, right? Good uh, gravy. Yeah, it won't be the same. It won't be. It won't be the same. I don't even think I'm gonna attempt it. Yeah, is Dan Fielding gonna be in it? I don't think so. He's like ninety thousand years old now, isn't he? That is ancient. <laughs> yeah, he's Methuselistic. Wow, uh, <laughs> Methuselistic. <laughs> so what 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 I what I liked about the show, uh, I probably also would dislike at this point in time. Okay. Like, just how how absurd I like absurdity, right? So yeah. as a kid, I liked that Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner are on the show in cartoon form. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, mm, I don't no. know. I don't know how I would take that. Yeah, well, you like other stuff like that. Though. You like the I do. the breaking of the fourth wall. I and do, the, and the goofiness. It's very zany. The best part I think was Buddy, which was Harry T. Stone's fa- father from Escape from the Mental Institution. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? John Aston. Yep. Uh, yeah. Doctor Gangrene. Uh, Gomez. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he also had a weird obsession with Mel Torme. 
That's true. The, uh, the it's understandable, but it's <laughs> yeah, true. yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. That show was like, if you didn't know who Mel Torme was, it like introduced you to things. It's like, oh, this is, you know, growing up. And again, we were young, uh, so I didn't understand everything in Night Court. I didn't understand that Dan was always hanging out with the prostitutes and stuff like that. You know, until you watch it later on, you're like, oh, I get it. You know, yeah. no, I so, got that yeah. right away. Well, you know, maybe you had a harder life growing up. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that was a good show. Um, to take on the monsters, I mean, just for sheer longevity, it wins. Nightcore right. wins because it's there. Nice. But but if you had a pit fight using the old graphics from the Pit Fighter video game, <laughs> okay, one of Richard Mole's bull and the other one as Fred Gwynn as Herman Munster, yeah, who would win? I have the answer right now. Go for it. <laughs> the audience. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. It's an amazing fight. Yeah. The we would win. Like, oh, this is great. In pit fighter graphics. You know, and sounds. <laughs> the guys in the background. <laughs> It'd be great. Bowling Alley Masterpiece right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and if you haven't watched the Bowling Alley Masterpiece episode on our YouTube channel. Oh, is there one? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, on NARC. Go to hamburgerrobot.com and then find all the social media links from there. Because it's, uh, it's quite a challenge. It's quite a challenge. Shameless plug. Yeah. What? What was that? <laughs> okay, so Night Court moves on. Round two. You're the winner. Go for number one. I'm going to start with Alf. Oh, Alf. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Gordon Shumway. I'm going to... From Escaped okay, yeah. from the, the Exploded Planet of Melmac. Melmac. Which... I'm Gordon Shumway, right? Yeah. yeah, that joke was lost on me as a kid. Uh, Liked... Melmac. Just... The name Melmac. Yeah. Was it like Tupperware? It was like China? It was some kind of cutlery? <laughs> uh, what was so it? I don't know. You like to eat cats, right? That that I figured out. That part was easy. Do you like to eat lasagna? No, that was I was Garfield. That was Garfield. <laughs> Sorry. There's uh, it, The episodes don't really hold up. I mean, it's, it's a puppet on a, on a grown man's hand. Uh, that he was obsessed with. <laughs> the the idea behind Alf is fascinating uh, in comparison to the show because this guy really wanted everyone to believe Alf was a real person. Apparently, it's um puppets are hard, man. Puppet, puppets <laughs> puppets are a, a difficult That's a challenge. Medium. Uh, Jim Henson nailed it though. He nailed it, but that you know why he nailed it because he did Cause it first. He did well. He did it for kids. Yeah. Well, actually, he didn't do it for kids first. He did it for on Saturday Night Live. But uh, but he said, you know what, I gotta. I'm gonna dumb this. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this down to a level mm-hmm. of someone who will appreciate puppets. And then you're like, you know, as you're watching Sesame Street and the Muppets with your kids, you're like, oh, I like puppets. And I mean, I like puppets, and and you like puppets. You you own a few puppets from uh, Evil Dead. There, the Asher's. They're Evil, Evil Dead. Dead puppets. That's but, completely but puppet, different. And, and like, I'm gonna ask you right now, uh, who are some famous puppeteers besides Jim Henson? Uh, uh, Paul Fusco. Exactly, Pee Wee Herman. Uh, yeah. Is he a puppeteer? Uh, yeah, he knows him. There, there's um, yeah, Jombie, the the hit, the head in the box. Yeah, the guy who was in Cherry. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> there's like the, the one guy. What is his name? Um, Jeff Dunham. He's like the most famous puppeteer I can think of right now. Yeah, who has all the little. But then he's that's the, the thing, puppets and ventriloquy and stuff like that. Mm. There's a there's a different. Are if you're a if you're a guy standing there with a puppet in your hand, and you I can see you and the puppet. Then you're a ventriloquist with right. a puppet. It's a, it's a prop. I get it. What beats Elf? 
Nothing beats Elf. I no, don't know. I'm pretty sure whatever you say will beat Elf. It won't because it's pretty obscure and it's a sitcom and it happened way when we were way older. Uh, it's got Seth Green in it. I know you don't like Seth Green. Oh boy, Greg the Bunny. Greg the Bunny. Did you ever watch it? No. It another puppet show. Wow. You could uh, have gone with Unhappily Ever After. Uh, that was part of it too. That was very similar. Very similar show. Unhappily Ever After. That was like kind of a. Uh, married with children, married with children, on top off. of the heap ripoff. Yeah, yeah. Greg the Bunny, he was like a you know college guy, and he had not only did he have Greg the Bunny, he had like a vampire and some other stuff, and it just it was only like a season long, and it was or maybe two seasons. Absurd, absurd. If you if you hadn't seen it, watch it just to go. That's kind of weird. Uh, but there's like like one one of the puppets was just like. <laughs> they come across like a, a medicine cabinet with a whole bunch of pills and and they're like don't do drugs kids and uh <laughs> they're they're like they see all these pills they're like i wonder what those do the puppet goes let's find out and like just slams them down his throat <laughs> and then then you don't see the puppet until the end of the episode and he's just like you know tripping out <laughs> so greg the bunny was one of my my guilty pleasures of liking it i don't think it beats alf either so you're uh mm. you're two for two alf just holds a special place all right well one of my favorite all-time sitcoms Growing pains. Oh, the Seavers. The Seavers. The Seavers. America's, uh, you know, at the time they were supposed to be edgy, and then you go back and they're very tame compared to uh, what comes next. So, <laughs> uh, well, you had family ties before the Seavers. Yeah, and the Keatons. They were good. They were kind of edgy. Like, like, well, all of the all the sitcoms we've touched on this before too. Eventually, they throw out the special episodes. Mm. This and that. You know, so grow. You love growing pains. That's your that's your top, right? That's, a, that's, that's one of your tops. That's, yeah, it's near the top. As long as we've got each other, right? I mean, yeah. When you that oh. or is that family ties? Show me that smile again is growing pains. Yeah, you're confusing me with with your. As long as we got each other's yeah. family ties. Yeah, right? don't do that. And well, I'm sorry, but you know what? They're almost cookie cutter the same. They are. And you we, really we got to start the show. Over. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Everton. Uh No, uh, so Growing Pains is a good one. I, I could hit you with the Family Ties and, and put the, the two Titans together, but I'm not going to do you it. Just do it. Well, then Family Ties it is. Okay. Uh, I like Family Ties. You like Family Ties better than Growing Pains? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I think there would be no Growing Pains if not for Family Ties. Hmm. I just... Yeah, I, I think it's, it's it's a timing thing. Cause Michael J. Fox is greater than Kirk Cameron. Man, that that that's below the belt, dude. Greater than Kirk Cameron. <laughs> oh God, did you just wipe my growing pains out? I did. I killed. I killed that's, growing pains. That's very hurtful. Michael Gross, who played Father Keaton, right? Not during Family Ties, but later on, became way cool because he was in what great movie? With puppets? Tremors. Tremors. <laughs> so there's your sixth degree of Kevin Bacon. Wow. So we we put it all together in that. You did it. You know, so... I, and then Meredith Baxter-Bernie from Family Ties, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Keaton, mm-hmm. went on to become the one of the greatest lifetime movie actresses of the 90s and the 80s. And then you had uh, Justine Bateman, who... who left Hollywood. Left too. Hollywood, but uh, her brother, Jason... Great actor, funny guy. Right. Uh, Teen Wolf also. <laughs> wow. Six degrees of... Uh... See, so yeah, Teen Wolf also. Yeah. And Michael Keaton. I mean, I'm sorry, Michael, Michael Keaton. Alex P. Keaton, Michael J. Fox was the Teen Wolf. You yeah. know, so it's... Do you remember Jason Bateman started? 
Uh, I, I do you want me to tell you where I know him from? Starting yes, Little House on the Prairie. Ooh, okay. he was very little. Yeah, but Little House on the Prairie, uh, a new beginning. Do you remember his sitcom though? That that he uh, he no. was the star of. No, um, and it, it it changed titles three times. Wasn't Arrested Development, was it? No. Oh no, Hogan Family. Yes. Yeah, uh, Valerie. Yes, and the Hogan Family. Nope. Was it Valerie the Hogan's? Nope. What was the second? Oh, wait, yeah. It might have yeah. changed titles four times. Yeah. It was Valerie. Then when they got rid of Valerie. Valerie's family? Yes. Valerie's family. Then the Hogan family. Yes. Because they got, uh, uh, what's San- her face? Sandy Duncan. Sandy Duncan, yeah. That, and you know what? That was my next, that's my next show. What's the next show? The Hogan family is my, well, well. On, on this, on this little bracket brawl. And. The Hogan family. Was that originally your, not, your yes, next show? Yes. And you couldn't answer where Jason Bateman came from? Because I didn't, you said started. Hmm. I just, he started on Little House on the Prairie. Okay. No, Jason Bateman, of course, the Hogan family. That was, the, he was the stuff. All right. Uh, Sans Valerie. I'll even throw Valerie and Valerie's family out the door. Only Hogan family. <laughs> So there. Okay. All right, yeah. Only Hogan family. What's yours? I, I'm a... I'm Wait, a f- who beats... Does growing does, does Family Times beat Growing Pains? Yeah, you told me Okay, did. yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Okay, uh, Hogan family. Uh, Ding! I'm, I, I go with Perfect Strangers. You son of a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cousin Larry. Ah, I hate you so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep, that wins. Balky, Balky yeah. Bartokamus, just because... The name flows off the tongue. It really does, doesn't it? Balky Bartokamus. Another epic theme song. Oh, yeah. Standing yeah. Tall. Yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah which, uh, I don't know if you ever, you don't have HBO or in the past no. couple of years you haven't had it. There's a show called The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cousin Larry is in The Leftovers. It's a, it's really? A, it's a serious show about the rapture, basically. Right. You know, people leave, and so it's talked about the leftovers behind. But but it, it's not the. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's a the, so let's say okay now that everybody that was left are also going to floop peace out, right? And he's he plays himself, but as like a uh, uh satirical like a parody of himself. Almost he plays like, uh Marklin Baker. Yes, he plays Marklin Baker. Really? Who is I think he's okay. a lawyer right now for real, and he plays a real lawyer. <laughs> In the show, and he's Mark Lynn Baker, and he's like, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, like, you know, evaporate type thing. I and used it, to be on Perfect Strangers. Yes, exactly. That, really? that comes up, and they play. Uh, there's uh, Max Richter who does the themes for it. He does a an instrumental, instrumental, Stop. Uh, epic theme for Stand Tall. Wow, and it's great. I love it. It's a, it's in the season I'm, three soundtrack. I might have to check for that leftovers, out. and it's that's a great recommendation. Uh, the, Another uh, thing we should be doing uh, all the time. The leftovers. Um, who did Lost? Lindelof. Uh, Darren. No. Uh, Abrams. Uh, guy. The last name of Lindelof. He does. He's done a couple other shows, but he did. He the might leftovers. have been involved. And it's. Uh, I'll tell you what. The first. The first season. Leftovers. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Second season. Bizarre. Mm-hmm. Third season. Eh, is but that, is that when they put robots and and puppets in the show? No, no. Okay. They but they That's they do four. a little. They do a little like uh, Terry Silver. Parallel university type things. It's Parallel like, universities. Okay. Yes. You know, not that's not adjoining. <laughs> that's not colleges on the same street. Guys. Oh. That's no like a parallel universe type yeah. stuff, and it's like, it, 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 I don't know. It goes from whatever. It's just like watch the show. That sounds like Lost, where it went. It's, it's it extremely, border, It yeah. went sci-fi and religion hand in hand. So 
Yeah, and okay. then and then at the end, it's like it was none of it. So oh, but it was, it was but a, it was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't. It's it like, was bad potato salad at the buffet. Yeah, they they never give you a like a this is what happened when yeah. you think it should be like yes, 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 yes. And then you're like food poison. What? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't order the chocolate fountain. <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, perfect strangers. That's a good one, man. You you sorry mm. sacka. Because I mean something. That's a. There's an episode where they move into a a, a house with a ghost in it, and yeah. they got a yeah. Cozy Larry. <laughs> that is a beautiful, yeah, perfect rendition. <laughs> yeah, he was great. I love Balky. Uh, Bronson Pinjaw. He he's so funny in like. Anything he does, except Second Sight, his, his well, starring role. That was a terrible movie. That was awful. Okay, John Larroquette and Balky. Let me, let me say this: both accomplished actors, uh, Ronson Pinchot and John Larroquette. You know, Balky and Dan, uh, but they not re- main actors. Yeah, <laughs> accomplished secondary characters. You exactly. Know? They need a they need a foil to drive them because, like, look at a uh, uh, Balky in Beverly Hills Cop. Awesome. Amazing. What was his right? name in that? Uh I forgot. Oh, come but, on. But we'll do it. We can we can do this. All I know is Axel Foley. Uh come on. Let's mind meld here. Yeah, he's... Uh Serge. That's See, yeah, Serge, yeah. Serge. Uh he's really good in um uh True Romance as the guy who buys the cocaine at the end. I don't I don't he's think he's on I've the roller coaster. It. Oh, that's a good movie. Wasn't he in uh that Tom Cruise movie where he's like home by himself with the Risky Business? Risky Business. I think he was, yeah. 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 And, yeah, he him, and he didn't have a crazy voice. I'm like, what is happening? No, here? yeah, it's him, him, and um, uh, Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, right? He Ooh, Booger. What's his real name? Curtis uh, Armstrong. Yes, yeah. Man, I'm good. And isn't he married to Agnes DePesto for uh, Moonlighting? No idea. Probably. Yes, probably. Yes. Yeah. yeah Am I blowing a, your mind? That's a good show too. Would you consider Moonlighting a sitcom? Uh, no, I would consider it's a dramedy, that, right? Dramedy. A dramedy. Absolutely. Uh, very adult too, because it came on at like 10 o'clock at night. Uh, you know. Moonlighting is a uh, very I love that show. Strange. It's a weird show, but I, I love it. I loved Complete, it when I was growing com- up. Well, okay. So I introduced my wife to it. And, Sybil Shepherd, man. Well, my 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 mom watched it. So my, my, so did mine. Yeah, my wife points out that every time Sybil Shepherd's on screen, filter like everything's a little bit fuzzy and the lighting is different than everybody else. So I thought, okay, that's kind of interesting. But uh, f- fourth wall breaking all the time, like uh. Bruce Willis would would talk to the camera all the time. Yeah, and that's very the, the filter with Sybil Shepherd is like I, I forgot where I read it or something. Maybe I'm making it up just on the fly. Yeah, who knows? Uh, from what I remember, some there, the, somebody posited a theory that it was all in Bruce Willis's head. Mm. Uh, all oh, the whole show, the whole show. Well, because there's there's little things like that. You know, he does break the fourth wall, and you know, well, they had the romance that that was building up. You know, the 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 fighting and the they build up to this romance and then like third season they finally get together mm-hmm. okay but i guess by the third season they hated each other hated each other so the fourth season they're not even on the same set anymore right she's living in the uh boonies with her parents pregnant like just mentioned every now and then and i don't remember if it was the beginning of the fourth episode or the beginning of the fifth episode it might, it might have been the fifth episode first episode of the season to get rid of the pregnancy it's a miscarriage episode. Oh, those are great. But how do it, you open? How do you open a dramedy with that one? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> First of all, you put Bruce Willis in toddler pajamas and have him sing, uh, sing and dance with a with a top hat and a cane inside the womb. Is this before Luke who's talking? 
I don't know. <laughs> but that was the episode. Was it was a musical uh, episode, and at the end of it... Well, do you, you remember Bruce Willis had like a, a an alter ego of a musician, Bruno, right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. And yeah, it was like, he was strange. He was strange. I actually, let me, let me, you've blown my mind with some moonlighting information. Yeah. Let me blow your mind with good. A, Let me blow your mind with a, a hamburger story. I was a station in Hawaii. Bruce Willis was there filming Tears of the Sun. Okay. Decided to, at Planet Hollywood downtown or Hard Rock, one of the two, Hard Rock, do a Bruno show. Mm-hmm. I went. It was terrible. I could only imagine. And he was not a nice guy. No? Like, he came down in the crowd and was like, ah, bah, 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 you know? and he's like, don't touch me. Get out of my way. You know, it's like, well, then don't get in the crowd. Don't come down in the crowd if you right. don't want to be put right. up. You know, whatever. Weird. Bruce, I still like Bruce Willis, so I'll give him daps if I saw him. Like, What's up, dog? True. You know, <laughs> you know just because. Uh, but yeah, Moonlight was a great show. But back to our, our bracket brawl. Perfect Strangers just ousted my Hogan family, even though the Hogan family is amazing. No, it, so now our four will be. Uh, what was your first one again? I went up against monsters. Yeah, I forgot what it was already. Man, we haven't done this in a while. Man, season two sucks. <laughs> Welcome back to Hamburg Road, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, what went against monsters? You got the list in your hand. I was just, I was flying by the seat of my pants. Well, that's man. The, why we can't fly by the seat of our pants, man. Uh, I had the monsters. We have to do this better. I had the monsters. We got to get better. What, what did you? We got to get good. Do you remember when Bill and Ted said? We got to get good. Yeah. Yeah. Famous line. Face the music. From one of their movies. No, I don't know. What did you have? What was your show? Uh, I don't know. Night Court. There we go. See, it was your show. It beat Monsters. Night Court. Night Court versus Alf. Quick. Night Court. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Family Ties versus Perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers. Night Court, Perfect Strangers, Face Off. Oh, my gosh. Perfect Strangers. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'll give it to you. All right. Moving on. Let's just talk about some other sitcoms you like growing up. Uh, okay, here's a, here's a, just a question without even talking about sitcoms. Wait, wait, I didn't even tell you how Moonlighting ended. Okay, you want to hear something stupid? Help me with it. Last episode, they're they're arguing. In- Hold on a second. When's the next time, the last time, or ever you've had two grown men talking about Moonlighting for this long? And a great song, by the way. Some by night, some, some fly, fly by, by day. I just I knocked down like a thousand things back here. <laughs> All right, if you heard weird noises, check that out in post. Okay, yeah. um, so how does it end? Al Jarreau, what a what a reference! Yeah, man, what a reference! Dude, this is this is why we need this this <laughs> randomness. Unscripted, baby. Unscripted. Just, all right, all right. Anyway, <laughs> so last episode they're in uh, Blue Moon Detective Agency. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got the giggles. Okay. All right, Blue Moon Detective Agency. Yeah, and they're uh, they're arguing about something, whatever, and and people start just coming in and like taking the paintings off the wall and stuff and they're like what that, that's right i remember that like, the yeah, show's over folks dismantling the set yeah, like show's over yeah and it was it was a real yeah it was like they they just they dismantled the set not like oh we're moving things because your your place is closed it's the show's over yeah yeah then they 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 ended like just in a empty studio talking right? i feel like maybe they were in their cars in the parking lot or something <laughs> yeah, it was like, weird like yeah take your box of stuff and go you know and getting kicked out so uh, <laughs> part of me is like i'd like to watch it again to kind of remember accurately and the other part of me is like it was a real struggle those last two seasons so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah don't meet your heroes exactly <laughs> don't don't revisit things guys i think cause... i think season two was probably it's it, it's best time frame <laughs> right in the middle uh, so what family best tv family best what fa- what tv family would you 
want to be inserted into if you could as a 11, 12, 13 year old? Uh, the Silver Spoons one? Yes! That guy was amazing! <laughs> I would learn to break dance with Alfonso. I'd ride a train around. I'd be all stuff. I might have seen I'd, three I'd, episodes, but I know they were rich and they had they a train. Rich is all get out. Well, yeah. let's throw them out the door. Okay. No, I'd get a better one. A better one. Um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, Who's the best TV dad? Al Bundy. True. <laughs> but I couldn't be that close to my sister. If Kelly Bundy was my Especially sister. If it was, or my mom at that point in time. Was, yeah, Kelly you know, Kelly Bundy would be a problematic sister. That, so. was, your, that was your first Not, crush, huh? Yeah. That was your first real crush. I think, I think there's a lot of people in that boat, perhaps. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of the... If you're about 41 to, you know... 45 right now you're like man that kelly bundy yeah oh you know and then what uh, but the peggy was no slouch either man yeah 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 you're good uh the one on the the rabbit show the uh unhappily ever after nikki oh Cox. yeah yeah top of the heap spawned from marriage yeah, joey yeah joey hey i'm joey uh not trippiani at the time but he was i think his name was joey on that show too probably i, I think he had a problem with remembering who he was yeah he was really, just call me joey when joey same. met harry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So some other good sitcoms, uh, Webster. Oh, that? I love Manuel that. Lewis. That's a good family to be in because you get a dumbwaiter elevator. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, a, and a grandfather clock that goes into secret passages. Exactly. That's what we, I want. Uh, Different Strokes is a good one. With, uh, yeah, it's okay. With, uh, what, what you talking about, Willis. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch that very but much. But it had a catchphrase. What you talking about, Willis. That's a good you know? reason to join a family. It is to have a catchphrase. Yeah. Um, I liked Roseanne growing up. I wouldn't want to be in that family. No. It was very dysfunctional. Nobody wants to be in that. Nobody family. wants to be in that family. A very dysfunctional family, especially when they bring you back and then kill you. It, yeah, they give you an addiction because <laughs> actually you, they they killed Dan first, but then they, they bring the show back, back and, and then they're psych. like, mm, yeah. yeah, oh you're Dan, de- you're Dan's dead, dead. Now. no, he's not. <laughs> Let's flip the script. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, what else? Uh, what other kind of what other sitcoms do you like? That's it, man. Uh, Get a Life was actually one of my favorites of all Get time. Get a Life, uh, Chris Elliott, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was a good one. So, 30-something-year-old paper boy? Yes. Lives with his parents? <laughs> he lives with his parents. Above the garage in a uh, studio apartment? No, it wasn't a studio apartment. He had his own bathroom because <laughs> because one of the best episodes was uh, when he, uh, he had ordered as a child, as a nine-year-old boy, through one of those little mail-away catalogs, he ordered a submarine. And <laughs> then when he's 30-something, it finally arrives. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he was like in a mother-in-law's suite, yeah. a loft apartment. Builds the submarine, puts it in the bathtub, gets him and his dad in there. And uh, they're just having a little undersea adventure. Uh, who was his dad? Ryan Dole Murray, right? No, his dad was his real dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bob yeah, Elliott. Yeah. Which was, he was great. He was great. <laughs> yeah. God, he was good. So off the wall show. And, and then, uh, who'd you say? Brian Dole Murray? That was yeah. the neighbor, Gus. That was not the neighbor. The, not the neighbor, but... A friend. They kicked him out of the end of season one to go live on his own. So he moves into Brian Doyle Murray's house, a uh, garage, I should say. And, uh, he, you know, his name's Gus, and he thinks he's a little weird, and he's in the garage, and there's like a box of oily rags and uh, spiders, and, and while he's trying to sleep, Gus is out there sharpening an axe on his... <laughs> and so he tries to move back home, and like, sorry, son, we already filled your room with concrete, so... <laughs> it's pretty Good awesome. stuff. Good one-liners. Yeah. Uh did you ever watch? There's a there's a sitcom I liked called Herman's Head. Yep, I remember that. It was a it was a little Lisa, more adult. Lisa Simpson. Yeah, yeah, Julie Kavner. No, she's no. Marge. Um, you know, I know what you're talking about. I forgot her name. Yeardley Smith. Yeardley Smith. Yeah. Also, in the, she was in the Legend of Billie Jean with Helen Slater as a young punk rebellious girl. 
Okay. It's a good movie. That's another. Uh, if you can find any of these on Tubi, don't pay for them. Trust me. <laughs> uh, Herman's Head was like, I think it was a USA show. It was... Uh, Fox. US, it was Fox. It was, okay, Fox. Yeah. It was Fox was like a brand new. It, Everything it was, like was a, USA in your world because I, th- I thought it was Cartoon Express. It, was it, Cartoon USA? Express is USA. It probably USA's is. Cartoon Express. But uh, welcome back to Hamburger Robot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all day. <laughs> uh, no, Herman's head was weird because uh, you had a guy. I want to say he was like kind of famous. I thought he was like. William's Ra- William Ragsdale, I think is his name. Is that famous? He was in Waxwork and Waxwork too. Oh, that's famous. Yeah, that's me. Okay. He he almost looks like the guy who was in Gremlins, but I know it wasn't him. Yeah, Zach uh, Galligan. Galligan, yeah, it wasn't Zach Galligan. I think it's William Ragsdale, but he had a couple. Uh, he, like you go into his head, and he had different personalities. Basically, Four basically, different basically, Herman's head was what that uh, Inside Out Disney movie was. For like thirty something adults, yeah, and twenty something adults, um, on USA. I think. Do you remember when? Yeah, well, they, they Fox. They put that on after The Simpsons, and do you remember when The Simpsons came out <clears throat> on Tracy Ullman's show? Yeah, and it was very crudely drawn, and and it I was, remember watching. It was almost it. like having an epileptic fit if you watched it. Like, ah, what's wrong with me? You know? Yeah, it looked a lot more like uh, like Beavis Butthead or uh, yeah, Doctor Katz, very or shaky. Do- yeah, yeah Doctor Katz, and then um. Man, I remember they did the Christmas special. I was so excited about that. And then during the Where Christmas... Where they got the dog, yeah. And then during the Christmas special, they advertised that it's getting its own TV show like the next month. I was like, wow, now, what a what, time to be alive. 65 years later, it's still going it's on. It's still going, it's man. It's still running. And they're, pretty, they're, they're still out there. I mean, those guys are getting paid buku bucks. It's crazy. Uh, so then you brought up Dr. Katz. That's a weird show. I like it. I haven't it. really watched it. Uh, did you watch The Critic when it was on? I've seen a John few of those. Lovitz, he was funny. Yeah. Uh, then there was a show, uh, I think it was when Cartoon Network first started dabbling with adult, adult okay. uh, home movies. That's a cartoon. Didn't it's like watch Dr. Cat. I think it's okay. the same people with Dr. Cat. It's very, it's funny. You'd like, you, I think you'd appreciate Aqua it. Aqua Teen Hunger Force pulled me in there. Aqua Teen's the best. Yeah. I love Aqua Teen, man. Me was the, was the, the joint, dude. He's, it reminds me of uh, McDonald's toys. Well, it it's reminds cool. me of the hamburger robot. Yeah. Every, everything should remind you of hamburger robot. <laughs> Hey, of course, of course it does. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to Hamburger Robot, guys. Yeah. Some kind of holiday today, isn't it? <laughs> it's Groundhog Day. Enjoy your Groundhog Day. Enjoy some sitcoms. Enjoy our podcast. Check out our Twitters. Uh, season two is horrible. <laughs> Hashtag, I don't know why I do this anymore. <laughs> Hit HamburgerRobot.com. You'll find links to all our social media there. We would love to know what you like about the show, what you dislike, uh, topics you want to hear. You know, we need more fodder for uh, for more randomness because uh, we are beginning the road to random mania. The road to random mania. It's going to be great. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell everybody. Hamburger Robot. Thank you for listening to Hamburger Robot. Join us wherever you get your podcasts. Join us. Join us. <laughs> <laughs>